Hi, I'm Rail Bricker, and I'll be one of your hosts for the Business Excellence Podcast. Hi, and I'm Lindsay Adams. I'm the co-host. And together, we're going to be talking about what makes up business excellence. And we believe that you can never be perfect. All you can be is excellent. And in our businesses and in our lives, we want to achieve excellence. And that's why this is the Business Excellence Podcast. Hi, and welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker, one of the co-hosts. And with me from Brisbane, Australia, is Lindsay Adams. Hello and welcome. And with us today is our special guest, Lizelle Hartley, who is a stylist, fashionista, and mentor to many people in the Perth area. Welcome to, welcome to our podcast, Lizelle. Thank you, and thank you for having me. So, Lizelle, a stylist in, in the business world, this is a really interesting combination. Um, what, what does a stylist do, and like, why is that so important in business today? Lindsay, we spend so much time on getting our brand and our products ready to promote that in the business world. But what's actually just as important is you as a person need to represent that brand. You need to represent that product. So if you have nobody helping you with your styling and you don't look like it, this can be very easy, a miscommunication, a mistrust, or even so much so that I'm using this so many times with my banking and financial people. If you don't look like my money, I'm not going to trust you with my money. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you say that because I, I, having been in financial services for a long time, I always, you know, criticize that, you know, somebody's arriving in their, in their, in their 1992 Holden to tell you how to manage your money, you know, and I thought that was, that, that was often a bit rich. And I think that goes to the whole styling uh, package of where you're looking at. Yes, and I don't say go and spend thousands of dollars on your style, but to know how to get it right. And even one of my clients now, this morning and yesterday, he's getting a lot of TV interviews now. There's even a guideline to follow because you're already nervous getting these interviews, but to make sure that you've got the right color shirt on, make sure that everything else works with that and you feel good, that just helps you with bringing the message across with your styling bit of it. And I mean, do you think there's, there's one style or, you know, or, you know it, it, a person in finance should have a particular style or do you actually go into the, to the behavior, the personality of the person in working out their style? Definitely, definitely your personality and your body shape. I cannot put one style to a specific career because we've got so many different body shapes in that that, um, career. And then if you feel every day uncomfortable in that style because I have decided that's the financial planner style, you're not going to put the deals through because you're going to more put attention on what do I look like? I don't feel right today. I feel overdressed. This is not for me. But with my expertise coming in, I know the type of brands that we can put you in a business shirt, but it's a casual, comfortable business shirt that you can wear 
and it fit in with your audience. It also fit in with your clients because if you too overdress, your clients don't want to work with you. They don't want to um, feel comfortable with you. But if you dress the way your clients want you to dress, you feel comfortable. And also, it probably go, go back to your wardrobe. Once your wardrobe is sorted and your wardrobe is all organized, you're going to wake up in the morning, you pick on, up what you want to wear. You don't have to think, do it match? Because when I go into your wardrobe, I match you, especially with my male clients, that every single thing in the wardrobe work for them. They don't have to think what they put on. And my last client, again, I keep referring to him, we made a style booklet for him. So he's got a printed booklet in his wardrobe. doesn't matter what event's coming up. He knows exactly. I can focus on my business. I can focus on my presentations. I do not need to think at all what to put on. So, Lizelle, is it is that it? It's just, you know, uh, if you're well-dressed and you've got got the right theme happening or the right clothes is, is um, that fit your brain. Is, is that it? That's the perfect thing? Is, or is that all you do or is there more? There's a lot of psychological reasons behind styling because sometimes you had clients that is so negative about themselves that you have to get themselves positive. You have to change their mind. And, the, Lindsay, the amazing thing about this is once your wardrobe is sorted and you've got all of that right, it's like an energy injection. The messages I get from my clients say, for the first time I jump up an hour earlier in the morning and I want to get dressed. Where I come this whole way and I couldn't get myself out of the bed in the morning. So, wow. yeah, sometimes... It's not just give them the knowledge and help them to get the water up sorted out, but it's sometimes that thing to believe in yourself. And you know what? The body shape you don't like, we cover that up. There's all the tips. That's how we can cover it up. Stop focus on that. Focus on your plus points. I love it. I love it. So I guess once you know your style, then you can go out and shop with confidence and uh, and then strike your stuff with confidence. That is exactly my plan. When when I shop with my clients, I also educate them and I pick the labels for them, which means that whenever they go to any mall, they don't go and browse through all these shops and try to fit on things. I tell them exactly that's your top label. From this label, you can get all your shirts or your tops. This is your pants label. This is your shoe label, and this is another label that we can bring in for your sport or your casual clothes. So I narrow that down to them, and then I don't stop there. I tell them the history of those labels. I make a connection with them. What is the mission of the designer behind the labels? So it also opens a whole new um, thing of getting interested in something and a hobby that can become. So the next time they're at the event and somebody say to him, you really look well dressed today, they got actually information to share about the brand or the designer of the label. And that made them appreciate their own clothes so much more. Can I ask you a question? I mean, 
I grew up in, a, in, in being told, you know, in the simplistic sense that you're, as a man, when you're dressing with, you know, pants on, your socks should blend with your pants. And I don't think I have any socks that match any pants now with the advent of things like happy socks and, and things like that. What, what else has changed significantly in men's fashion? Well, the one thing that I always make a big joke of, if your mom or your grandmom told you you look nice in something, you go back and you change it because that means you're out of fashion. Okay. <laughs> so basically what I want to say is the fashion had totally changed. Every single rule that they had back for us 20 years ago is now broken. The thing that I do with most of my male clients is straight away navy pants, tan shoes, tan belt. For me, there's not even a debate about that. Way back, if you would have told my mom and grandmom that my dad's going to wear tan shoes with a navy pants, that would have been a big no-no. So, yes, the fashion had definitely changed, and especially in the world for men, it's much more fashionable, and men pay much more attention to their style and their, their look that they have done 20 years back. And ties? Ties is definitely will always be there. It's always something that's in. It swapped from small ties to bigger ties. And funny enough, the young generation go back to the big, big ties now. Again, because of the quirky statements they want to make. But yes, always, if you need to present or if you need to go to an occasion where a tie is indefinitely, but every day in the workforce, it's not as common as it was. So it's definitely ties that become an occasion. Well, I was going to make that comment. I um, I, I have a, a, a really large collection of ties, but I haven't worn a tie in the longest time. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I was, it's an interesting one. I, there are occasions when I will wear a tie, but mostly I choose not to now. And I think a lot of people are heading that way. And yet they still, they're still out there. And, and there are times, I guess, when we, I don't know, it seems to be the thing to do to wear a tie. So, Lindsay, what I want you to do, I want you to go to all that ties. I want you to pick five or six of the ties that you really love. If there's any ties of sentimental that go in the sentimental box, your five ties, you can have it in your wardrobe. The rest, you get out of there. Because if I'm going to talk to you in 10 years from today, you're still going to have all that ties. So clean it out. Keep your five or six that you know. If an occasion come up, it works with your suits and your shirt, you will go to one of those five. Sentimental one, definitely sentimental box. And then the rest out of there. Into the charity bin. And so, um, you know, while we're talking on getting rid of stuff, I, um, uh, you know, I know I, I got a friend who I think he owns, he's still got the first shirt he ever bought in his wardrobe. He's got stuff everywhere. Um, whereas I tend to, if I, if, I, uh, if I haven't worn it in the last 12 months, you know, out it goes kind of thing. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Is, that? is that important? Does it matter? It do matter because for me, I always say, once I work with a client, your wardrobe become a boutique. So it will be well organized. There will be nothing in your wardrobe that don't fit you. So I 
recommend to my clients as well to have a small or a big box because when you go into your wardrobe and you get items that don't fit you at the time, it overwhelms you and it takes your, your creativity to dress away. For women, it's a very negative thing when they go in and nothing in their wardrobe fits them. So for me, I get a box and the box is too small, too big. And you only put the pieces in there that you are in love with. If you're not in love with those items, let it go. Bless somebody else. Bless the charity with it. Just let it go. But then also sometimes this fashion change. So you can also have a season box. So you absolutely love that velvet jacket, but velvet jacket is not in now. You know in two, three years' time, velvet jackets is going to be back. Don't leave it in your boutique while you is in that season. Pack it away and make sure whatever is waiting every morning for you to get used is pieces that you're in love with. It work together and definitely declutter. There's so many times that I'm in wardrobes and I've got two, three, four of the same items, exactly the same thing. Then I said, how did this happen? And the client don't even realize they have it or I've got pieces there and they cannot even remember that that's, they had those pieces. But when it's organized and it's well structured, you know exactly what's in your wardrobe and you give each item the value it deserves. Well, one of the things you, what struck me is one of the things you do is become the Marie Kondo of closets and you go in and and actually show people in their closet or in their in their wardrobe in their dressing room what works for them, what doesn't work, what should be on the out path, and then you go shopping to replace the stuff you put on the out path. Yes. So, so the main thing for me, and I love it when they call me the marine conda because I don't mind being that. But for me, it is. Sometimes we will go to the shops and I haven't seen your wardrobe. Then I might rebuy what you already got. And for me, I'm all about get value for money. I've got a client with me last night in Kalgoorlie. So we're going to do a Zoom wardrobe audit for her. Wow. And then she will come to Perth and we will do the shopping for her. I had clients in Melbourne, Melbourne where we shop on Zoom where I tell her to put me on Zoom on her phone and give the phone to the shop assistant. I know exactly what's in the shops. I ask her to bring it and we look at it and that's how we've done that um, shopping for her. So that's great that the world had changed like that. But real to come back to your question is it's valuable to let outdated things go and things you're not in love with and replace it with things that work for your body shop. You can have three black pants in your wardrobe, but if it's not the right pants for your body shape, it's not working. And I found that so many times, the, the width of the legs, or there was a time when, I don't know why they make the men's pants so short when they shorten it. So sometimes the pants is perfect, but it's four centimeters too short. So something just doesn't look right. Then it needs to be replaced all we need to take the hem out. And I always, all over, had alteration ladies. So for me, if something works for you and we can only put a dart in or shorten the length, I don't need you to buy a new one. 
we altered that item to work for your body shape. Well, Lizelle, it sounds like you've got this style and branding thing nailed. And for our listeners, if they wanted to contact you uh, to talk some more about maybe you working with them or just to find out more information, how would they do that? They can go to my website, smartcollective.com.au. I do have a half an hour free session that they can book me. And I'm very happy to talk them through that. They also, if they don't want to book in for a session, my telephone number is there, my email is there. So yes, the best place is www.smartcollective.com.au. Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much for uh, for joining us this, uh, today. And I'm, I'll pass over to Ra to close off. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Lizelle. And thank you, Lindsay. And thanks to our listeners for being part of the Business Excellence Podcast this week. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Business Excellence Podcast.